How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on. Crunch Island. <gasps> it's Jean Foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last Crunch Berry. No! No one steals my Crunch Berries. I think you mean my Crunch Berries. Choose your own Crunch Venture with Captain Crunch. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. It's Friday. It is um, the last Friday of July. To some, it is the last Friday of summer. So, we're wide open Who's today. Who's calling it the last Friday of summer? Well, football starts next All week. Right, fall then, camp then, opens. In August. Training camp. Fall camp. Don't, if it's the last Friday of summer, I'm going logically to, Monday would be fall. I'm going to hit my emotional threshold early. Please don't. Don't do that. Don't, don't do fall I'm, camp. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not laying it down. I'm simply asking. If you're saying it's the last Friday of summer, that would mean that sub- in between a, now and the following Friday, is, we would have hit fall. It is unofficially the last ah, Friday okay. of summer. Um, so you can get in here. Anything that you want to discuss. I have a very loosely cobbled together agenda today. So we have time to hear from you at 866 285 4005. I have a, I legitimately don't know the answer to the question I'm about to ask because I have seen that everybody, including Arkansas, is having a recruiting cookout this weekend. Mm hmm. When did those become legal? Because didn't Bruce Pearl get in a lot of trouble for recruiting cookouts? When did this happen? This has been going on for a while. Yeah. You have kind of a like guys schedule their OVs towards the end of the summer. You know, you get the the uh, the, the commitments just before the uh, the high school season starts, and then you bring them in on a weekend. And this is you know you have a bunch of recruits together. You get your existing recruits, the guys who've already pledged to recruit the guys who haven't. Are they grilling or barbecuing? Ooh, now that's a good question. <laughs> Because there is a difference, as we know. I, I would assume that there is actually no on-site grilling that the food has been pre-prepared and brought. Oh, it's a catered affair. Yes, a catered affair. I, I see. Think. Very, under very the, fancy. Uh, under the guise of a barbecue slash grilling. I see. I see. That opens up a whole other a bunch of questions that I have that maybe I shouldn't get into. So now you can have recruiting cookouts. Well, you always could. You couldn't do it when, whenever you wanted. You have to do it during a recruiting period. Did Did Bruce Pearl get in trouble because it was at his house? Is that what happened? No. Oh, okay. no. I mean, I know that in particular the position coaches right before camp will start, they'll have their their position groups over for dinner at right. the house. Right. Yeah, I've heard of I that. Think Bruce Pearl did it when you weren't supposed to. I see. And did it frequently. A one-off, nobody's going to say anything. But when I you see. do it like twenty-seven times, that's when they get kind of 
kind of mad about that. I'm stuff. legitimately coming because coming from a position of ignorance on this because as you may very well know, I really don't have a whole lot of interest in recruiting. I like games. That's what I like. All this other stuff is foolishness in a lot of ways, the way it is uh, disseminated over the internet. So I really didn't know that this is um, the right what what this was all about. But I saw that everywhere when I looked up recruiting cookout like. Every school's having one, so mm-hmm. yeah, I assume they're legal, and I just didn't know when that I think, changed. And I, I could be wrong on this, but I, I believe, I know one school does it this way, um, they will bring the team in sort of into the practice facility. You'll have your official visitors in last time, last part of whenever. You bring them in, it's it's the team, the guys you want to get in, the guys you've already you know, already verbal to, you have a big you know shindig, and then everybody goes to the pool and does the belly flop contest. Oh yeah, that's a good time. Is it supper or a cookout? So Brian and Prager wants to. I don't know. I, 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 it's a very gray area. Like most things with the NCAA, it's a gray area. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I, I believe. Well, I can only speak as a thirty-nine-year-old person. That if I showed up at a cookout and one of the coaches head coach coordinator was actually tending the barbecue pit i would be very impressed by yeah that. i would be like, i would be influenced the whole deal yeah with a with a, uh, a apron on that says i'm loaded with options <laughs> yes right. that's right i would be yes. i would be inclined to give my verbal pledge right if, then if and barry there. odom is standing over the smoker mm-hmm. going, uh, the chicken's about 10 minutes away y'all like i would be well, really impressed now, by that sam Pittman at a barbecue uh rescued a guy's finger that's right so with a, with a, a folding chair accident which you know DQ laughs at me when I worry about those shopping carts pinching my mm-hmm. fingers off at yep. wa- at Walmart. Well, this guy lost his finger, lost a digit with a folding chair. So, mm. I mean, what are we talking about here? I'm more worried at shopping carts somebody hitting me in the Achilles. Yeah, you have mentioned that. That, yes. that is like that. That is a thing that keeps me up. Sneak at night. attack. Right. Jody wants to know if there's cake because uh, if there's not cake, you're not having a party. You gotta have cake, right? I would think cake so. and coffee. Isn't that the thing after at, after the meal? I don't think at a 18-year-old high school football recruits they're going to sit down and have coffee and cake. Okay. I could okay. be I could be wrong. Things have, things are a lot different now for the uh, for the younger generation, but I believe that one uh, we're still old school in it. Okay. All right. <laughs> no cake and coffee. <laughs> no, no. This isn't a bridge club. Well, if it's a, if it's a true cookout, there's more than one dessert. Somebody's got a cobbler. In, one of, in one of those glass uh, casserole dishes. Well, if you're at the University of Alabama, there's probably some leftover banana pudding. Yes, from the one well, that's yeah, they're getting that together. Uh, yeah, what do next you have? What do you have? I mean, there's got to be a. Is it? I, I don't want apple cobbler because I want apple pie. No. Peach cobbler with uh, with vanilla ice cream yeah, is a must. Oh yeah, some yeah. sort of chocolate cake. Yeah. I think is is preferred. Yeah. Diki, what am I missing? I mean, there has to be banana pudding. I, I would sort think of like so. cookout, yeah. party, outdoor, uh, dinner thing. And it's yeah. supposed to be nice this weekend, so it won't melt. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or maybe you go all out and you furnish for someone to bring in one of those like soft serve machines. Just get you mm. an own ice cream. Now, ice cream would be interesting. Yeah. What if you went and just got like a big like industrial uh, freezer and just filled it full of ice cream sandwiches? Oh, there you go. I'm a big ice cream sandwich <laughs> fan. Keep it simple, man. That's give me, give me uh, two two pieces of chocolate, some vanilla ice cream. That's in the right. Keep it simple. That's you the way you come down on ice cream sandwiches. I love them. Okay, what about a Klondike? I can't do that. Because What's the difference? Are those the squares? What? 
What's the difference between a Klondike? Klondike ha- is the vanilla ice cream, but the chocolate is not the cakey stuff. It's actual chocolate, and it melts. Oh no! I'm oh, not into that. Your fingers. I like and- the like the weird graham cracker chocolate. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, Ryan Perigro says you have to have cheese dip. I don't. In a cookout, like I don't know. Yeah, no. That's a, that's the che- hotel. That's like an indoor Super Bowl party. Yeah, cheese dip. that's che- not a, that's not yeah. an outdoor. Cheese thing. dip's a, a like a Final I, Four thing. You have to determine like you're going to be holding the plates. Mm. While you're eating, I feel like dip is a is a cold weather um, yeah. party food. Yeah, I absolutely. feel like you don't put dip out there at a cookout in a, July. You gotta have a pasta salad. Yeah, um, no. Bond and Harrison. Uh, no, excuse me. Uh, Brandon in Paris is wondering if Tennessee just has a catered by McDonald's. Well, like the White House a few years ago. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hang on, the joke will hit him here in a second. Yeah, Tennessee McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I got it. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, all right, I got it. Yeah, Rick Ingram, some sort of pasta salad has been there. It's for a discerning palate. I don't know that all the kids would be into it. No. I mean, what, what do we have? Burgers, dogs? you got to have some sort of ribs or uh, some brisket or something along those lines, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's got to be. I, I would imagine it is going to have, like, smoked meats of some kind at yes. this thing. Baked beans. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, here's one. Text of the 479. Little Smokies. I love those. Do you? Yeah. You ever had those? Oh, yeah. Get a little mustard on there? Sure. Oh, they're delightful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You no. You don't like little smokies? No. No. If you're if you're recruiting no. someone, you are not bringing little smokies. We're not bringing I little... only like when they're wrapped in the crescent roll. That's, that's the only way that, to do that's it. That's not a little smoky then. That's something else. Yeah. What, that? uh, what do they call those things? Kalachis. Okay. Uh, well, then uh, I don't know what you're talking about. But I'm I, talking I, about I the ones that come in a can and they have like the barbecue sauce on them. No, 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 no. I've only had the ones wrapped in the uh, crescent. Okay, well, that's the next the cocktail morning. weenies that's, wrapped in That's the, the next morning at breakfast as you're getting your kolaches. And I find them delightful. No, those are good. Yes. Those are good. Now, you, you're not having little smokies at, at a recruiting barbecue. That yeah. food is beneath. Yeah. Let me ask this question. Mm. You uh, are contracted to cater this thing. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, are you giving them a rate just because you love the school or, or a discount or do you charge full freight on I know people like who, who do this. For, Are they getting ripped for, off for organizations? And yes, because what the what the, those come and tell you this is our budget. I see. So you just this is get, and and you've got to make it like, work. We got it. We, right. we got a thousand dollars here or whatever it is. Two thousand dollars. I don't know. I don't know how many people are there. Are families going to? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. So yeah, it's a big is, deal. All right. This is a big, big old shindig. So I learned something today. I didn't know anything and if, about and this. And Pittman's smart, and I think he is. You do this on school grounds, so he didn't have to clean up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you do it at the. You do it at the, the indoor. They put a few tents up. Yeah, and, you do, uh, it, yeah. do it on the indoor in the practice field. Yeah. Somebody gets sauce on the field, and we got a whole situation. Yeah, exactly. Right. You don't want that. No, no, no. Yeah, let the uh, somebody's custodial gonna, artist. Somebody going to eat too up. much. They're going to get sick. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports contests and events with first market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the National Football League, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Let's get right to our guest, R.J. Ochoa, bloggingtheboys.com. Training camp is open in the National Football League, and uh, the Cowboys, as always, are making news. Uh, R.J., good afternoon. How's it going? 
Good afternoon, guys. Great to be with you. Happy weekend. Yes, yes. very yes. much so. Happy weekend. Before we uh, specifically talk about training camp and stuff, uh, this just popped into my head. Do in in pro football, do people look at the schedule and like count wins and losses like college football fans do? Um, I mean, I certainly think that you know if you're fortunate, like the Cowboys are, to play in a division that, that is a little bit weaker. Um, you know, you, you definitely look at stuff like that and it, it's so hard to know like who the, who the runs uh, of the league are in, in a given year. And that, and that can change obviously much more quickly than it can in the world of college football. So, you know, the Cowboys are fortunate. They play the AFC South this year. So they get to play the, the, the Texans and the Jaguars. So you kind of do to, to a degree, but it, it's definitely a little bit less reliable. So uh, another quiet week in Oxnard, um, for the, uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. You know, um, it's always uh, an interesting proposition um, to, to kind of see how the Cowboys are going to manage to make news and, and manage to um, to make some headlines. But um, that's just kind of the way they go. It, it's nice to be back. It, it feels uh, it feels normal. It, it felt way too quiet for the last few months. As far as football controversy, there there's definitely been a, a lot of other kinds. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the big uh, storylines uh, that have uh, emerged so far in the first week or so? Well, I think, you know, the first one was probably Jerry Jones um, in one breath having his head coaches back, and then the very next one, you know, casting doubt on that by noting that he had choices. Um, but, but as far as, you know, on the field, uh, you know, we're about an hour removed from T.J. Vasher making the catch of camp. He's a, an undrafted free agent during his second season. He was hurt all last year. Um, the Cowboys have, have some, some need at wide receiver for somebody to kind of show up and, and take a leap and really show themselves and separate themselves. So that's been nice to see. Micah Parsons, it, it, it's so difficult. I don't, I don't think that you can draw any legitimate conclusions based off of three practices of, of dudes wearing shorts and T-shirts and helmets. But, uh, but he looks, you know, he looks like the same dude, and that's a really exciting thing. C.D. Lamb's kind of starting to separate himself a little bit, show a little bit of that alpha personality. The defense is kind of showing up and, and coming away with a couple of turnovers and takeaways. So, um, you know, we, we do a live show on our YouTube channel today. I equated to it. It's starting to feel like, you know, when you put like a, a pot of water to boil and, and the little bubbles are coming up. You know, it's not quite boiling. It's just the little ones floating at the top. That's where we're starting to feel right now. Let's start in the backfield. Let's start with Zeke and Troy Pollard and all of these guys. What is, what? is What's the role here for Zeke? Because he's clearly the second most productive back on that football team. Yeah, I think the role is probably RB1 uh, because that's, that's the way the Cowboys want it to be. Um, I, I have a hard time envisioning that changing um, just because, you know, objective data exists. Uh, you know, and, and Zeke is, is, you know, this, this ends up, this argument or conversation always ends up kind of smearing Zeke a little bit more than I think is, I don't think any of it is fair, but um, you know, he, he gets kind of lumped into being trash or bad or whatever. He's still a, a pretty good running back, but he's not, you know, what his contract would indicate or what his reputation would indicate. And so I think the Cowboys are hell-bent on, on kind of, you know, Frank Sinatra this, my way, going going down with, with, with Zeke Elliott kind of as their, their sort of workhorse. And if they can work in Tony Pollard in, in times and moments where it's convenient, yeah, they might do that. But I don't know. It's so hard to buy in that that is a real legitimate priority for them just because they haven't shown that in, in the last three years. We're talking with R.J. Ochoa from bloggingtheboys.com here on Ruskin and Zach. Another kind of um, quick um, a reversal by, by Jerry Jones was when he was talking about uh, that. Uh, he was talking about all the splashy moves like the Rams made to go all in and they win a Super Bowl. 
and you can do it that way. And then he's talking about how they're happy that they kind of had a, a a quiet off season, and then they think they like where they are to try and get to a Super Bowl for the first time in 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 decades. What what realistically, RJ, is this a Cowboys team that can challenge for the NFC? Just to be clear, that was Stephen Jones. Okay. Um, obviously, it's Sorry. easy to, to get them confused. Um, and so, um, and, and Stephen is generally the subject of more vitriol from the fan base, which is why I think it's important. But um, I mean, yeah, like I, it's the NFL. It's not college football. To your to your point, right? Like I, I went to Texas A and M. Like you know, we we now live in a world where like we walk a little bit taller and things like that. But you know, there are people who go to different schools who. Um, you know, I, I don't know that anybody from, from Michigan State really feels like, you know what, it, it could happen this year, right? It's just, it's impossible. There, there's a, a land of, of the elite where the, the title definitely comes from in the world of college football, and it can happen. I mean, you win your division, you get in the playoffs, like crazy stuff. Even the Rams, the, the Rams' pass to the Super Bowl was a little bit, you know, unforeseen. Obviously, it was in their building, and so like that, it, it became a bigger deal than it really was, but they got kind of lucky. I mean, they almost blew a massive lead to the Buccaneers. In the divisional round, they they almost threw a game losing interception, you know, in the NFC Championship game. Matthew Stafford did. In fact, Jaquiski Tart dropped it. Um, and so, you know, if, if you get in, it really is uh, an anything can happen sort of tournament. Um, and and the Cowboys look to have arguably the the easiest, you know, or the, the path of least resistance, I would say, of all returning division winners. They they should they should be able to win the NFC East easily, but they generally find ways to make it more dramatic than it has to be. I've been following you on on Twitter, and I've seen you lamenting sort of the the moves or lack thereof at the wide receiver spot. Amari Cooper goes to Cleveland. CD's got to step up. After that, where where are we going with this? I mean, it, it's tough, and and you know, I'm I'm upset because they have twenty million dollars in salary cap space, and you know, nobody's saying you know. Because this turns into an argument of absolutes, right? Like, well, who are you signing that's changing your team? Nobody. Like, you can't sign anybody, you know, in in the final days of July that is is, is on the free market that is is going to just take you from zero to sixty. Um, but and and I think you know when Michael Gallup's healthy, the Cowboys have a, a crew in eleven personnel, which is what they play, you know, mostly out of offensively that they can rely on in CD Lane, Michael Gallup, and Jalen Tolbert. But you know, that's like saying, hey, great, you know, um, you know. I'm I'm going to I'm going outside I'm going camping and I'm you know I'm just assuming it doesn't rain I'm assuming that no bugs attack me like I, I don't know why the Cowboys insist on on operating that way you you will likely lose somebody to injury you will likely face some sort of trial some sort of tribulation and so they they, they haven't hedged that bet in any way now I say that um, you know three minutes after I hyped up PJ Vasher for for making the <laughs> the catch of camp so far. Um, so maybe, you know, I think the counter to that would be, well, the Cowboys have young players who they believe in who are going to, you know, take their own step and develop and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, all of that is possible, right? And those are the arguments you kind of get on people. They say, well, look, you know, so-and-so showed up and in their second year as an undrafted coach. Yeah, like, it's the NFL. You can find an example from history to support any sort of claim. It, it all exists in the world of infinite possibilities. But if we're playing odds, if we're uh, accounting for, you know, historical trends, I just I, I feel like they're they're only looking at things working as if their their primary plan works and, and the NFL you know generally scoffs at people who think that way um, and so yeah there are guys available whether it's Cole Beasley obviously he, he brings uh, a bit of a political lightning rod for a lot of people T Y Hilton Will Fuller 
any of those players significantly elevates your floor. And that's what you need right now. You have to have a lot of bodies that you can count on. And I think an underrated element of last year's Cowboys team or, or Cowboys success is that they were fairly healthy. I mean, they really did not lose dudes to much. And the likelihood of that being the case, again, is just it's low. It's possible, but it's low. RJ Ochoa, bloggingtheboys.com, with us here as we get some insight into Dallas Cowboys training camp. Defensively, I'm looking at the schedule here. They have to go against Tom Brady week one and Joe Burrow week two. This is not an easy beginning the first couple of weeks for the Cowboys defensively. It's not, and and that's true. And, you know, I'm not as um, as intimidated, I would say, by the Bengals as, as most people are. I mean, again, that's, they're another example of how, you know, if, if you catch the right kind of lightning in a bottle, then, you know, you can ride a lot of success. But, you know... Say, let, let's be hyper, you know, hyperbolic, but let's, let's live in that reality, right? So they start off 0-2, and, and there's all sorts of data about teams that start 0-2. That's a really big thing around that time of year. After that, I mean, if we just talk about the quarterbacks, it's Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, Matthew Stafford, okay, so you, maybe you fall back below 500 there. Jalen Hurts, Jared Goff, Justin Fields, and then they've got their bye, and okay, you got big bad Aaron Rodgers coming out of the bye. And then Kirk Cousins, who I respect more than the average person. But after that, I mean, from Thanksgiving on, it's Daniel Jones, Matt Ryan, who I don't believe in, Davis Mills, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jalen Hurts, who knows if it's Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis, and Carson Wentz. I mean, you could argue that their two toughest games of the year are those first two that you mentioned, and then it's all downhill. And so, um, But, you know, maybe this year, maybe Justin Fields takes a step. Who knows? I mean, anything can happen, but... Um, I feel comfortable knowing that, that those first two games are, are at the beginning of the year before either of them is really kind of in their prime, if that makes sense. We have waited 10 minutes to ask a Dak Prescott question. I'm very proud on of his us. Birthday, uh, on on his birthday. So, uh, two-part question. Um, Dak is Dak. I think he's a known quantity. Is this one of those years where this is more – we're going to – it's more reliant on Dak to get this done with the loss of an Amari Cooper, with a declining Zeke Elliott. They have to get more out of him if they're going to take a step forward. And the second question is, how bad does Daniel Jones suck? <laughs> uh, Daniel Jones is, is definitely very awkward. Um, he is, uh, and, and that works against, but he's an athlete. I think he, I, there's an argument to be made that he's not the worst quarterback in the NFC East, but, but that's a, a discussion. For Who a is? Day. I'm very I think you can make an argument that it's Jalen Hurts. I mean, Ooh. if you're talking about who, who they are as passers, okay, I mean, and you like, they're, they're different arguments because you, like, you can say I would rather have Jalen Hurts while also acknowledging that maybe Carson Wentz is superior, but maybe you prefer the leader and, and the, the person that Jalen Hurts is because obviously Carson carries some baggage. But again, a different sort it of just argument. Dep- but, with with Hurts and Wentz, it just depends on how you want your turnover. Do you want it thrown to you or fumbled? Yeah, exactly. I mean, are we are we eating the donut or the donut <laughs> hole? It's all coming from the same batter. Um, but um, but as far as Dak, uh, you know, people tend to say things like, is, "Is this the year where he's facing the most pressure ever?" Yeah, but but that'll be true next year, right? Like, there's never ever a time where it's like, you know what, this isn't as stressful as it was a year ago, you know, because they they've got a quarter century worth of disappointment hanging over their heads. That that's a a cross that a lot of people have to have to bear and, and back, you know, pretty much chief among them as the, as the franchise quarterback. But, you know, Mike McCarthy said something yesterday 
that a lot of people pick that because it's Mike McCarthy and, and people, you know, people just think he's a meme and a joke at this point. But I really loved it. Um, he was talking about, you know, Dak and, and, you know, his presence and how this is his team and his offense. You can kind of see his fingerprints all over it now, including the, the types of players they've acquired. He, he very, very notably was involved in the, the drafting of Jalen Tolbert. Um, and he said, you know, they say that defense wins championships, but the Super Bowl is won by the quarterback. And so all the, like, Yahoo's are like, well, the championship is the Super Bowl. But I, I really loved his point. I, I, and what I took away from it was, look, you can have a great defense, and it can carry you. And, like, yeah, you go 85 Bears, 2000 Ravens, 2015 Broncos, 2021 Cowboys. But if you don't have that dude, if you don't have the, the straw that serves the drink to use Stephen Jones' infamous line, you don't have anything. And, yeah, you sometimes you can do it. Sometimes a, a defense wins the Super Bowl for a lackluster quarterback. But generally speaking, nine out of ten times or whatever data you want to throw out, you have to have that dude, that difference maker. And and I think that they have identified that, that, you know, let let Dak be Dak. Let's just let him take us as, as far as he can. Now, you can argue that it's kind of stupid to, to, you know, kind of come to that realization and then strip away the offense by trading away Amari Cooper and cutting Lyle Collins. But you know, you have to kind of believe that, that they're they're all in on him and his vision. Um, and, and so if that's the case, if there's one dude in that building, and I'm talking players, coaches, executives, who I trust implicitly, it's Dak Prescott. And so I'm, I'm willing to see kind of how this rolls out with, uh, with him at the forefront of it all. R.J. Ochoa, our guest, bloggingtheboys.com here on Ruskin and Zach. And, of course, on social media, you can keep up with R.J. and uh, all of the Cowboy training camp news there as well. Well, we enjoyed the chat. RJ, thank you so much for the time. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. RJ Ochoa with us here on Daniel Jones question. He's not a Daniel Jones fan at all. Who is? No one likes him. I guess someone likes him with the Giants because he's still in the Well, Gettleman did, but Gettleman's not there anymore. Right. It's your drive home, by the way, powered I, by Mr. Spark. I was a little shocked that he said Jalen Hurts might be the worst quarterback in the in the NFC East. I mean, I would have said Daniel Jones or or uh, Carson Wentz. Easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dak's clearly the best what quarterback a, in the What a just a desert of quarterbacks it is you bad. have in the NFC it, it East is, right It now. is pretty bad. And I like Dak. I don't think he's you know top fifteen well, in the league or whatever, but I like it. But those other three, no, just, he, he's right. I mean, Dak is one of those guys that, who I don't want to say system quarterback, but he needs help. He's got to have a productive running game. He's got to have really good receivers, and they took it away. And now you're at, you're asking him to do more. They're in such a bad division. They're going to win the division just because of Micah Parsons in that defense. But man, he, I, he's got to have a plus receivers to do anything. And you know you t- you took Cooper away, and now it's Ceedee Lamb's what, time. What if they get to the playoff game, and there's another clock management snafu at the end of the game, and they lose Ugh, again? You can't. That's what happened last yeah. year. That's why Jimmy G and the 49ers pulled that upset is because they thought they could use the middle of the field, slide, clock the mm. ball, all that in 14 seconds, yep. and run 20 yards is what you can't do it. Uh, Tommy has been pounding us with texts, uh, hating on the Cowboys and. Okay, I I understand. No, no, oh. uh, on, on the text machine oh, okay. here, and and he is he is let us know that he is a Chicago Bears fan. Hey, Tommy, go build a dome on Soldier Field. Justin Field sucks. You're going to win four games. Can again. a Bears yeah. fan talk you, you crap really, to no, a Cowboys? You, you can't. You can't. They they've been in the playoffs and you haven't. Right. I mean, just I understand. And you know, if you were they like did a, go to a Super Bowl with Rex Grossman though, and lost, and that was 15 yeah. years ago. Right. 
Well, Dallas hasn't been in 25 years. That's true. Yeah, but but, so Tommy but just, that would that would I illustrate mean, the defense that the illustrate the argument about a defense taking a mediocre quarterback to the Super Bowl. I do appreciate his hatred, though. I mean that that means that like football's right around the corner. If simply talking about the Cowboys oh, has upset you, we've got real college games in four weeks. I know, I know, and then Arkansas in five weeks. Yep. So I mean, we've got um, not that Arkansas isn't a real college game. I was just saying that there no, are no, actually there are there is a Big Ten game in four weeks, and then. Arkansas schedule opens. They don't open week zero. They open week one. That was not a slight. I promise you. I was just laying out. I think we understand what you were saying. You're you're fine. Well, some people. uh, Yeah. Some people won't. And then those that are transcribing, please. That's right. Please transcribe it with the right emphasis. And then we'll have to see this. Like Ruskin said, they weren't a a real college football team. You see this? Then then that goes around on the internet. I'll edit it out of the podcast. We'll be Uh, fine. Heath in uh, Clarksville says that he is now breaking his silence as a devout Cowboys fan. I can't recall in my 42 years the last time the Bears were actually relevant. Uh, 1985. Ouch. <laughs> you would have been... Ouch. You would have been five. Ouch. Again, they didn't go to the Super Bowl and lose to the Colts. Hey, in, uh, I'm, I'm, look, I'm all for trashing the, the Bears. Rain. That's fine. Let's trash the Bears. That that's that, Picking on the Bears isn't fair. They can't defend themselves. It's not themselves. fun because no. they're not any good. They can't defend themselves. Right. This right. is a team that trotted Jim Miller out for a season. Yeah, it's not fun to pick mm-hmm. on the Bears because they're lousy. Right. Who was the you guy know? that replaced uh, uh, Cutler in the uh, in the championship? Caleb something or other. It's like a twenty ninth, you know, two hundred thirty fifth round. When Cutler draft took himself out yes, of the game, yes, when he and tapped people out. were crying, and it, Cutler was actually hurt. Yeah, and couldn't play. I forget what that guy's name is, but yeah. I'm sure it's, Tommy can tell me. Hacker wonders if Patricia's on Instagram. Hacker, dude. Just, he never stops, does no. he? Well, you he know what? Stops. And that's what makes him one of the best in the business. At, at Instagram he is stalking. Our, he is our Instagram stalking correspondent. He's all over the socials. He is. He's our social media coordinator. Yeah. TL wore us out, too. He's like, are that, we going to have the Cowboys? That's, you- that's Tommy. Oh, okay. He said, are we going to have the Cowboys crammed down our throat? I'm like, it's one it's segment one a segment, year, man. man. Like, we're not... We're not... <laughs> We're not doing Cowboys Daily here. BH and Clark Vegas says that Devin Hester keeps the Bears relevant. Devin Hester retired like nine years ago. He played in a very long time. Uh, Patricia has let us know that she is not on Instagram. Uh, Sorry, Hacker. Sorry, Hacker. Where dreams go to die, the Ruskin and Zach show. Go to the fans, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, sometimes stress, anxiety, or a bad day can affect performance and ruin a fun night. But BlueChew.com is here to the rescue. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is really simple. You go to bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And it's all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And you don't have any pills to swallow. BlueChew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than the pharmacy. Here is the special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code, Believe 
at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code believe B-L-E-A-V, to receive your first month for free. PristineAuction.com is the most trusted sports memorabilia auction site. With an A-plus BBB rating, auctions on PristineAuction.com start at just $1, and each day there are over 1,000 autographed items available. So you win signed authentic signatures at affordable prices. Just last week, an autographed Justin Herbert jersey sold for $110. Deals like these are happening all the time on PristineAuction.com, and they have just about every player you could want in including Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and so much more. Every item on pristineauction.com comes with a certificate of authenticity from the industry's most reputable authenticators. Upgrade your collection of signed memorabilia today and get $10 off your first item one when you use code HTL when you sign up. Again, pristineauction.com, use code HTL and get $10 off your first item one. And that's not all. In addition to $10 off your first item, we are giving away a signed Traylon Burks Arkansas Razorbacks jersey to one lucky listener who signs up using this code HTL. Here's your chance to win. All you have to do is sign up on their website using our registration code HTL to be entered. Visit pristineauction.com register today. Now back to the podcast. All right. So uh, we are all here. Hanging out, ready to go, 866-285-4005 is how you can text us, or you can even call us. We'd sure. love to hear your, your your lovely voice, whomever you may be out there, yeah. especially you Bears fans. I am already <laughs> yep. worn out on social media clips of football practice. I've had enough already. I had had we enough. haven't even started College training. Camps. I had enough yesterday. You have joined me in the uh, I've had enough realm today. Good for I've, you. I'm worn out on it hmm. already. Worn out. I'm looking forward to a weekend of not seeing any of it because, you know, I don't have social media on my phone. Hey, Monday is the second anniversary of me deleting the social media apps off my phone. How about that? Two years sober. Look at that. I will, uh, I will recommend you for the Congressional Medal of Honor. You, you. Lincoln, right. Washington. Lepetamine. Right, Lepetamine. Lepetamine. <laughs> dare, dare. That's right. Yeah. Like, this is such a, like, this represents everything wrong with the world. Clips on social media of practice. Because it it is just Doesn't mean getting excited to get excited. Like, there's not, there's. It doesn't mean anything. And I'll say the other side of this. That clip earlier in the year where Tua Tungavailoa underthrew the ball to Tyreek Hill, that wasn't worth getting up in a tizzy over either. Like, it, just, it both good or bad, something happens in practice and it's sent out on socials. To, but it, people are just, just, they're just sheep on this stuff. Anything tweeted out gets six, seven, 800 likes, like, right away. I do not understand this world. I don't understand it at all. At all. It's the way it goes now. Like, a guy drinking water in slow motion. 900 likes, just like that. I, 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 don't, I don't get this world. I was not made for these times, Zach. No, you were made you. for about 1869. That's right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. A communique over the uh, telegraph <laughs> line is more uh, comfortable for me. I don't know. 
Uh, Nate's got a great point. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then there's another uh, training camp story I do want to get to here that I just saw a little while ago. Right. But he Nate- who hates training camp now has training camp stories. What's yes, well, Nathan points out the best training camp videos are the fights. That's yes, that is that, that is actually something that you can do. Something that about. I can yes. get behind. Right. That I can get behind. And by the way, those aren't really an indicator of anything either, no. because good teams have fights at training camp, and so do bad teams. So. It's just a fun thing to do. I wonder if they ever had one over here if we'd ever see it. Probably no, not. Absolutely not. No, because it's, you know. most We don't see a lot of the college fights. We see mostly Stalingrad over there. You know, you can't see anything interesting. Okay, so here's something funny that happened mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, Jaguars training camp. All right. So they had this kicker, Andrew Mevis, who missed badly during warm-ups, kicking field goals. Mm-hmm. And, in fact... He hit a he hit someone with one of his kicks. That someone happened to be former Cowboy coach Dave Campo, who was at practice for some oh, reason. Okay, so he hit Dave Campo. Yeah, they cut him. <laughs> they cut him, and they signed Elliot Fry on Friday. Start today. So okay, <laughs> so this poor Andrew Mevis, the rookie, he uh, ends up hitting somebody with a football on a field goal attempt that went very um Arrived. very very wide one way or the other. And uh, during warm-ups, and they uh, they fired him. <laughs> there it is. If you miss by that much, you're probably not uh, NFL ready. Campo works for a local sports radio station in Jacksonville, and it hit him in the shoulder while he was mm-hmm. talking to a team official. So that's what happened here. He was an undrafted free agent with uh, to compete for the uh, kicking job. He struggled through the first four days of training camp. Pulled two short field goal attempts wide left and pushed one wide right during warm-ups on Thursday morning. That sucks. And then he, and then he hit Dave Campo. From, from what distance? Doesn't say. Okay. says short. Yeah. Well, I could have done that. Yeah. I could have made it. I could have. What are you shaking your head at? I could have. You make one field goal attempt. I made several. Thank you. I okay. made 25, 35, and 45. Okay. Mm-hmm. Could you do it now? Oh, hell no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm much older now. That was three years ago. Yeah, three Much years. older? No, that's 24 years ago because I'm aging faster. Well, you're aging in dog years now? I don't <laughs> think at this point I could. We were. I was at Kinsey's practice last night. There's a, a young man there that we were just tossing a football back and forth. And he threw one that was kind of to my right. And I went to, because it was going to come up short and I didn't want it bouncing into you know their drill or whatever. And I went to go get it, like run it. And I hit the gas and the car didn't go. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, no. Yeah, you've lost your speed. <laughs> what speed I had is gone. Right. And and I felt something sort of pull, and that's when I was like, okay, we're done. We There is yeah. nothing left that I can do that's athletic. Yeah. It is over. Yeah. Uh, Graham and Prairie Grove making a joke about uh, Dave Campo being fat. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good. Uh, Pete in Cave City says we need to have a Ruskin and Zach kicking camp. Okay. Um, I don't know about you, but unless it, there's no way. I, I have no chance. I would um, wish we could involve uh, Cam Little in some way and raise a little money for mm-hmm. his uh, NIL deal that he does. It's pretty cool. So I, I would be in favor of that, but I don't know. No, if I kick it, it's going to like, you know, three hops. Could you get it off the ground? Line. No. I can't. Even if, how about if we gave you a T, a T T or one of those like the blocks, three sided uh, the, the blocks PVC things. No, no, no. The, like the blocks that they used to use for um, 
I will be perfectly honest with every one of you. Something that people in sports radio rarely are. I cannot do anything athletic at all. You have to be able to do something. I have to really concentrate to go downstairs. Okay? <laughs> I cannot kick you anything. Have to have some... I can't throw anything. I can't catch anything. You can't play golf. I can't play can golf. Can you play ping pong? Not well. No. No. Um, no. Can you shoot pool? How many beers have I had? None. No. God. Three? Maybe. No, 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 no. See, you got to turn be... into Fast Eddie Felson after Can three. you drive fast? No. no oh, boy. No. Um, skateboarding's no. out. Can you ice skate? Oh, no, 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 okay. no. That's 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 a broken wrist waiting to happen right there. Or foot or something. <laughs> broken everything. He broke his leg and his arm at the same what, time, folks. What, we've never seen anything. What can you do athletically sitting down? Hmm. Can Don't they have? Yeah, here we go. Can you bowl? No, not really. Oh, my God, man. I'm starting to run out of stuff. I did finally figure out how to play my hook in bowling. You always have to start, like, two boards two. to the right. Uh-huh. To get it close to the middle. All right, Munson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Jake and Harrison says you should try eSports. I feel like I could handle that thing I've seen on the SEC Network where you sit down and pedal that thing and mm-hmm. exercise. I could what do about, that. What about arm wrestling? Pulling? Yeah. No. You, if we brought Darby in here. He'd win. He's he, Darby's ripped under those suits, man. He's got veins popping out. It's <laughs> probably on the juice. Probably so. Um, can you can you throw darts? Again, how many beers have I had? None. No. Uh, those okay. are the sports you get better at the more you drink. Pool and darts. No darts, you get more dangerous. Yeah, but I'm better at it though. All right, I got. Maybe I, I'll loosen I, up. I, I don't I, know. DQ, you do you have any? Can, how about equestrian? Oh, like if dr- I, if, dr- dressage or whatever it like, is? Uh, like barrel racing or something like that. No, I never was I mean, a barrel racer. technically racing. is a sit-down sport. You're sitting on a right. moving a horse, well, object. Though. Break dancing? Uh, breaking? Yes. Like I, no. I, I'm trying to come up with something that, that requires... I have one bankable skill, and this is it. Do you want to tell him? That's all. <laughs> That's all. Huh. That's all there is. Can you shoot a bow and arrow? You know, I did do that uh, several no, months ago, I and I enjoyed you. it. Did I got it. What? Get him. Get him. I got get it to him. the target a few times. Get him. Ago. No, they have a place up in Bentonville. You can go do archery, and it's uh, and and then I went there, and it was great. Have Adam. You went and shot archery. Yeah. Yeah. Like, was it a date? Like, axe throwing type no, situation? I could. I'm not going to question you if it was a date. I'm just wondering. I don't like, remember. I don't remember who all was there. It was in a former uh, lifetime, so I don't remember who all was there. Can you play tag? Yeah, I could do that. All right. I was a decent dodgeball player back in the day. Okay. I, I right. was elusive. Now, now, we're, now we're on to something. I was elusive. Like Barry Sanders, you're not going to tackle me? I had that same attitude with dodgeball. You're not going to hit me with that ball. What about, like, crew? No, I don't want to. That, that's too much work. That's too, no, that's no good. Can you uh, can you do the caber toss? <laughs> no, I can't throw telephone poles. No, sorry. Right. Can you throw a frisbee? No, I can get it there. Okay, so what about like ultimate frisbee? Never played that. I don't know. Red Rover? <laughs> I could probably handle Red Rover. <laughs> I couldn't break through the arms of all the kids, so I'd be out or whatever. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that how Red Rover works? You have to run through the arms? Yeah, well, my mom never let us play that because she thought that's how you'd break an arm. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, some of those kids run through it really fast, but 
Like no. the grips are strong. No horseshoes, cornhole. I'm not good at that either. Uh, 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 Pete says this sounds like a Stugat story. No, I'm telling you, you go up to the park up there. They've got an archery range, and there's a guy there that tells you how to do it. It's all super organized. They tell you when to go get your arrows and then when to come back, so nobody's so shooting nobody shoots when you're out you. there. It's really great. Uh huh. I, I enjoyed it, and I a few hit the target. I didn't hit any bullseyes, but a few of them hit the target. Some of them hit the ground in front of the target. I will admit, but okay. Well, I mean, you're on your way to bingo. Is okay. I mean, if you've lost, if if you lost, I need, the, I need a new blotter or whatever that. No, no, well. no. The boards now have um like shaded windows that you just close. I don't like that. I want a blotter. I'm no, old that, school. Well, this it's a cost cutting move. I don't like that. Well, I understand that, but it's that's how they're doing it now. How about spelling bee? I'm a decent speller. Okay. I never won one in school though. Wiffle ball? No, they can't. No. You don't know where that thing's going. <laughs> can't Jeez. do that. No. Four square. What about like... Um, I played four square. What about like bocce ball? I've never played that. Shuffleboard. Played that. I watched some some people play shuffleboard last Tabletop week. Tabletop or like on the cruise ship? On the, uh, well, I watched it in a park. Okay. So like cruise ship yeah, shuffleboard. Yeah, it's like pickup shuffleboard. I prefer barroom shuffleboard with the wax on the little... When you're sliding the things, I like that better. Yeah, people are really getting desperate here. Can you play skee ball? Yeah, I'm a decent skee ball player. Okay, there it is. All right, all right. Yeah. Skee ball elite. I love mini golf. It's one of the great disappointments of the summer being 400 degrees this year. I haven't gotten to go out and play mini golf. Yet. Can you swim? I can swim. Yes, I can. Can you dive? No. Okay. It's a, it's more of a plop than a dive. <laughs> All doesn't right. work. Okay, so you're not an athlete. That's okay. That's correct. Okay. Yes, right. thank you. That's fine. That's right. Pac-Man. Oh, I like Pac-Man. Scott went, uh, Scott's asking, can you play paper football? <laughs> <laughs> you should do dominoes? That. I like dominoes. Yeah, why don't you guys play paper football back there? A Mega Desk? Desk? That's a great question. It would be perfect. We were going to get a mini pool table at yeah, one point, we were. but that, none of that all materialized. No. Competitive eating. Um, I could not eat a Hardy's thick burger in ninety seconds or whatever. Well, it is, you don't. 95 you, seconds. you start small. You start at your local munis. You know, <laughs> oh, you know Jello eating, you know, stuff like that. Okay. And then you work your way up to the uh, the Hardy's thick burger. Oh, I see. Yes. I mean, you don't look. You don't. You don't walk off the street into an NBA arena and say, "Yo, LeBron, ball." You don't do right. that. Ball in. Right. Yeah. You 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 got to start. You got to start low. Man, good at hangman. I'm a great hangman player, actually. These are not sports, though. It's a wheel of fortune, basically, isn't it? These are not sports. Okay. What about Plinko? I could play Plinko on Again, that show. Again, not a sport. I've spun the big wheel. I could do that on The Price is Right. Not a sport. No, no. Athletic. No, it's not. <laughs> the wheel's heavy. <laughs> no, it's not. I I see young women doing it all the time. The best, yeah, and they fall over. The best 10 bucks I've ever spent in my life. Was getting my picture made spinning the big wheel at the prices right in Branson. That's uh-huh. the best ten dollars. Okay. Tells you everything you need to know right there, doesn't it? All of it. It does say a lot. Yeah, I, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. It does does say quite a bit. Yeah. All right. Play cornhole and drink beer. Yeah. It's a good not idea. a sport. Cornhole's not a sport. No. It's on ESPN though. It's not a sport, it's an activity. Why isn't ski ball on ESPN? I would watch that. You don't like ski ball? Not really. I'm not a I'm not a big ski ball fan. That's one of those things I've got to have. I have to have had a couple when to I had, enjoy ski ball. When I had friends, I'd play cards. 
but I don't have friends. Can you play jacks? I never played jacks, so. Oh, my God. Marbles. <laughs> never shot marbles? No. 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 Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, so you're not athletic. Correct. Okay. Hold and, on. We may have found something okay. here. Okay. And you don't read books. And you can't call. I don't finish books. And you, I yeah. read them and put them away for years. That's what happens. <laughs> and you don't yeah. color. Okay. Nate is suggesting I enter the Twinkie eating contest at First Friday in Bentonville next week. Oh. What are we doing next Friday? Uh, working. Yeah, well, we're not. I could be at First Friday eating Twinkies, right? No. I'll bring the gear. No, 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 no. Because um, DQ is on one of her thirty-seven vacations. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's right. Uh, here's a question out of the four seven nine, and we've discussed this before. What is a sport? It's easy. A sport. You ha- there has to have there has to be an inanimate object, a ball, a puck, a car that is central to the scoring system. Two. There has to be a reasonable chance of injury or death. <laughs> okay. And then three. And this is very important. No subjective scoring. You can't have judges. Okay. That the anything that does you have to have two of those two of the three. Right. Two of the three. Now boxing is the one that sort of skirts. Well, you could die. That's Anybody one. who's willing to get punched in the face, that's a sport. But you two of those three things and it's a sport. Okay. And by the way, it's not ping pong, it's table tennis. Oh, right. ex- those of us in the league are offended F- when you Forrest call it- Gump called it ping pong. And we now we did during the pandemic we did Ukrainian table tennis. Well, it's it's in the Olympics. So I mean, you tell me. Yeah. Oh, they're not starting until after seven. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Okay. Is bear in a pit a game or sport? If you're willing <laughs> to jump into a a pit with a live grizzly for bear, fabulous prizes for fabulous prizes, um, the scoring system is not subjective. It is to not die, pass fail. There is a reasonable <laughs> chance of death or injury. So yes. It is pass fail. Yeah, the scoring system. Bear in a pit would be a, it would be a sport, a blood sport, but it would be a sport. Oh well, all right. This is your drive home on Ruskin and Zach, powered by Mister Sparky, here on ESPN Arkansas. And Good question. Is frisbee golf a sport? By definition, yes, it is. The There's scoring is not the, the scoring is not subjective, and there is an object. So two of the three satisfy it. Golf's a sport. Golf is a sport. Got it. One of the odd ones is gymnastics. Yeah, what do you do? Like you rhythmic, could die. rhythmic gymnastics with the ribbon, inanimate object. Right. Reasonable chance. Well, what about of the pommel horse? That's an inanimate object. See, this is this is what I'm talking about. There's there's different disciplines, and I think you have to attack gymnastics right. that way. Well, the balance beam. Right. There's, but there's that there's that judge thing. You could also die. Yes. Like you could miss yes. and crack your exactly. neck open or something. Yeah. Any good at Marco Polo? You can't go to a pool by yourself. No. That's no, yep. no. Yeah, your probation. The pool's turning green now. Is too. NASCAR a sport? Yes, absolutely, it is. Well, there's objective scoring. There's an whoever's the object, fastest wins, and there's a reasonable chance of injury or death. Yes, yes NASCAR I would say is a sport. Yes, hundred percent. All three. Although the car is animated in a way, I mean it is moving. But I see your point. It's inanimate, meaning not alive. That's oh, I see. It's not. It it is not alive. Right, a puck, a ball, a car. These are all central to the scoring steering wheel. Correct. Okay. All right. Got it. Figure skating. Figure skating is a tough one. I'm going to have to say activity on that. Okay. You have a reasonable chance of injury. Reasonable chance of injury. Not an inanimate object out there that's central to the scoring system. And um, the ice. (laughs) But it's not central to the scoring system. 
The scoring is done on jumps. Now you want to run, throw a random Zamboni out there? Fine. Huh. Yeah, now figure skating. Yeah, I is would done. watch that if you had to figure sure. skate around a Zamboni and not get hit. I, I would watch for that. years. I I, su- I suggested that a, a blindfolded Scott Stevens should be out there with, and you put the a bell on the figure skater and let Scott go find her. <laughs> Scott Stevens, the uh, great New Jersey Devils. That's correct. Uh, All time great, Scott Stevens. Forward, uh, defenseman. Defenseman. Okay, and Eric Lindros, enthusiast. Knocked him out not once, not twice, but oh, three times. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite like Claude Giroux, or uh, Claude Lemieux that uh, literally implanted the boards into that guy's face from Detroit when he hit him one time. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Now we're getting into technicalities. Landon from Harrison says you can't skate without skates, and I understand Fair that. Point. But the skates are not central to the scoring system. I need you to pay attention to that part of it. It's an inanimate object that is central to the scoring system. The skates are not part of the scoring system. How is it that we don't have figure skating in the X Games with rollerblades? You know, people twisting around and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd watch that for a little while. The ultimate Olympic event, if the Olympics really wanted to get really good ratings, is to combine the biathlon and the ski jump. As they come down and hit the air, you just... Boom, 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 boom. just I'm telling you, would you watch that? So, the two things you want to accomplish is... Biathlon ski jump, yes. where you shoot the rifle at the ski jump. Correct. And you want to put old people in a pit with a bear. That's correct. All right. Yes. Okay. Well, at least you're consistent. <laughs> I have some great ideas. I'm not saying they're all perfect. I'm just saying I've got some thoughts. You just on... went a little far. That's. I, I, I'm just. I'm just saying I've got some things. Maybe you got to sand the edges off. But the, I think the biathlon ski jump would be great. Oh well. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, is sumo wrestling a sport? I don't know what they're doing there. Just trying to get him out of the ring? Is that what they're doing? The circle? There's not an inanimate object. So you got to strike there. The diaper. Is there a reasonable chance of injury? I don't think so. There's a reasonable chance of coronary. When but, you're 700 but, but pounds. There, I don't believe there's a reasonable chance of injury. And the, the, the scoring is, is not subjective. So no, sumo wrestling would not be a sport. No. Running. Hmm. No. You are being timed, though. It's got there's, one. But there's not a... Like, if you're running a marathon... No, I don't... Someone's got to win. They're yeah, keeping but, score. But no, no, no. The, the scoring part of it is not a problem. It's the inanimate object, and that's not there because I've seen people run... Zola Bud ran the uh, 400 meters in the uh, in the Olympics in her bare feet, so take the shoes out of it. Um, the, you know, the issue is the reasonable chance of injury or death. I, I would have to... You know, I'd have to go to a panel of judges on that. Okay. The arbiter on what is and isn't a sport. I just Zach Arnes. Those three qualifications. Give me two. It's very lenient, uh, very liberal with two. Now here's not, one: not, not speed skating. That that you know, twelve man speed skating thing. That's a sport because when one of those, when the guy in second place wipes out, guess what? The ten guys behind him. Oh, the short out. track. I love that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That is that's a sport. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on. Crunch Island. <gasps> it's Jean foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last Crunch Berry. No! No one steals my Crunch Berries. I think you mean my Crunch Berries. 
choose your own crunch venture with Tapping Crunch. Hey parents, Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.